Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Flash We simply says this. All of our loved ones, if Jesus were to come tonight, before you and I... the gospel and you don't feel anything then you are in your most dangerous position welcome you porch talk man how the hell you doing man i'm doing fantastic oh john's back here with me back hanging out how are you man good I want to start out with this. What's that? This right? isn't off the deep end. We're going to talk about the the weather, and I want to hear what you boys and girls think about freedom and safety. What's it worth? Freedom is worth a hell of a lot more than being safe to me, to me personally. So I mean, like this is. We'll get into it in a bit. Yeah. And also, I hope all y'all uh, bad boys and girls had a good Christmas. Man, it's that wonderful time of the year. You know what's wonderful about it? It's over. It's done. All the Christmas trees and everything. So you was in the, you was in the newspaper too? Did they, yeah, yeah, they yeah. interview you about your favorite movie? Yeah. Did you say Scrooge? No, I should have. What would you go with? A Christmas story. I went safe. You did go safe. Yeah. It is one of my favorites, so I watch it every year. Along with Scrooge. Christmas Story, that's with Ralphie, right? You'll, yeah, you'll with put Ralphie your eye and the BB gun, thing, yeah. Right? Uh, what about for, you, man? Dude, that's tough for me. Uh, I've watched more Christmas movies this year than I have in a long time. I watched uh, How the Grinch Stole Christmas with Jim Carrey. Fantastic. Uh, I did watch uh, Christmas Story. Okay. Home Alone. Is that considered Christmassy? Mm. It's kind of like Die Hard, right? Yes, yeah, it's, it's one of those on the way. fringe, yeah. It's one of those on the fringe. Uh, I think it was Jake said this. I think he had a good point that if one is, they both are, and if one of them isn't, neither one of them are. Neither one of them are. That's exactly right. So I say I am. I agree that Die Hard is a Christmas movie. I do like. uh, What about Christmas Vacation? Vacation, A a National Lampoon. That that might be it. Shitter's full. It's uh, cousin Eddie. Yeah. And it's crazy, the older you get, the, the you know, you probably didn't want to be the cousin Eddie of your family, and the older you get, the more you realize that you are. <laughs> and the more you're okay with it, you know? After you watch, you know, you go back and you watch those movies with, like, the cousin Eddie character, and you're like, uh, that dude's all right. That's, the older that's you what's get, happened the, to me. The, the more relatable yeah. it gets. Yeah, yeah. 
But like at first, it's like, man, this guy's fucking. What the hell's going on with this dude? He doesn't even have clothes on. Yeah, he's just walking around in a bathrobe and a goofy hat. Most of the time, I find myself in a bathrobe and a goofy hat. Not necessarily, but some sleep clothes. It's, it's a metaphor. PJs <laughs> in a goofy hat. I'm with it, man. Uh, I I did. I've I seen did. I've seen a lot of hats like that coming back in the style this man, year. Man, the floppy ear hat thing is oh, coming back with the fuzz. Yeah. Is it because? And you, we'll, we'll hop right into this. Um, it's unseasonably cold now. Ah, I think winter? we're just getting more sensitive. I think we're getting soft. Is that what it is? I think we are. Yeah. I think we're softening up, Because, you know, like a week before Christmas. I, I had shorts on. And also, I was just waiting on the next tornado. Cause yeah, the next tornado. Good God. Because you get the, uh, the the warm air from the Gulf coming up, and you get oh, that cold, cold air coming down. Yeah. You and know. it likes to mix right here on top of us. Yeah, right here for some reason. It used to not mix here. I don't know what happened, you know. I guess the shift, you know, poles and whatnot. I guess it has actually changed because you remember when we were kids, man. It was more Kennedy reform. Well, we didn't, you know, we would get storms that could produce tornadoes, but we didn't get them very often. Seemed like tornadoes were more in the Midwest, like Oklahoma, Kansas. Yeah. Seems like Tornado Alley's kind of shifted right over the top of us. It's. I, I, you know, it would be crazy to me if we went a whole year without any kind of tornado or any kind of weather like that. Yeah, no. That's, and that's and what now we you just now. you yeah. begin to, you might have uh, tornadoes during hurricane season now. Yeah, or during the winter. Or like from that spring to summer when it's trying to transition to being hot, you might yeah. get a little weather. Might get some tornadoes. I've been I've been saying that for years though, man. And we're you know what was it? In February, when that tornado hit downtown, yep. February 19. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was rough, man. And it's the first one didn't I've it get, ever. Didn't had. it go on down and get the United Daily too? Yeah, it went down through 69. There's still damage out that way, man. And um, I don't know. I was, you know, I was living downtown then. It, it, there hadn't really been that kind of weather since that tornado hit the W back in like '84 or something, mm. when it tore up one of the dorms. What was the thing? I can't remember the name. You know, the name escapes me. I'm not a W alum. I'm not a W gal. I couldn't say. Yeah, I'm not a W alum. I do know that the weather has, you know, it's become more drastic. Like, the changes from one season to the next, you know, like, we went from 95 degrees to 55 degrees, and then we went to 55 to 70, 75, and then we went to 14. We went to, (laughs) we went from, what was it, the high that day, I think it was 55 until about 7.30, 8 o'clock, Breeze started to come in around then. And the temperature bottomed out. And then around 10 15, 10 That was the night I decided to walk in the rain, wasn't it? Yeah, that was your rain walking night. And it turned into like almost blizzard conditions before we made it home. I don't know what the hell I was thinking. Doofus. Ha ha, got it in. Yes. Very nice. We've, uh, 
I guess it'd be – I can't remember all the stories. I can't put everything together. You know, it uh, falls apart. Between yeah. me, you, and Mark, I'd say we had a pretty good weekend. Yeah, it was a fun time, dude. We had, you know, music Friday night. Had a Brian Roberts coming to town. Yeah, he's he's coming back through. Hopefully we'll be able to catch him. Is he already gone again? Yeah, well, he's he left today. Well, shoot. He's, he may be back for New Year's, though. I think that was the hint he was dropping. Is he uh, – is he Texas? Is that where he yeah, is? Yeah, Austin. Austin, Texas. Oh, he's out in uh, the capital of Weird. Yeah, he's in the Weirdo capital. Shout out. Yeah, United States, man. It's cool, though. Have you ever been out there? I've they're the only. I've, I've been to uh, Dallas-Fort Worth yeah. by airport, and I've been to Houston by airport. I have never been driving in a car and out to Texas. It was always, uh, I think it's, it's Delta that goes to... Houston and American that goes no, to you're, Dallas. No, you're talking. You're speaking a different language than me. But yeah, uh, it's only when I was headed south from there to yeah, Central or South else. America. Yeah, I went through Austin. You don't want to drive there. It's wild. And this is back in 2010 when I was out there. What so made it wild? I think just traffic in general. You know, it was the first time I had ever seen 75 mile an hour speed limits. And people driving 105. Kind of like the Autobahn? Yeah, kind of like the Autobahn out there. All the way from Austin to Houston. See what you think about this. Because me and my brother, we were going to Tuscaloosa yesterday. And uh, we were going through Reform, heading into Gordo. Did you get a speeding ticket? No, no. (laughs) But you know how, like, you'll just get cluttered up with, like, just some of the most awful drivers? Oh, man. Every time you get on the road. So... We get, you know, in like Gordo, between Gordo and Northport, you know how they flirt with you? They'll give you, oh, yeah, they'll, they'll, they'll give you the four, four lane for four uh, lane. a quarter of a mile. Then yeah. they'll give a four lane for like half a mile. Mm. And it, you, yeah. you always bottleneck in that area. Yeah. I'm talking about 82 if you have any point of reference to that. But I had this, uh, this driver with a Texas tag. Um, they couldn't make up their mind whether they wanted to go 60 or 80. So they were. That's Texas. They never heard of cruise control, I guess, and just kind of stay in the same spot. I'm guilty of that myself, so I can kind of sympathize with this person. Yeah. And then you had the person who likes driving slow in the passing lane. Oh, those are the wor- absolute worst. And that's how you get your bottleneckers. That's what I call those guys. They're yeah. bottleneckers. Yeah. They're going to they're gonna slow everything down to their pace because they're going to end up riding side by side or like just a car length back to where you can't get around. Yeah. Can't get around, can't get through. Yeah, no, and that's why. And then you had uh, we had a, a couple, a group of two or three, and I'm, I'm not hating on these guys at all. Uh, this is the backbone of America. But we got in a cluster of 18-wheelers. Yeah. And since I was already clustered with those guys, yeah, it – why not? You just, and me and my brother were laughing because, you know, my radio doesn't work in my truck right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're, like, just doing live commentary. It's like, if you had to pick between any of them, like, would you prefer to, like, pull over and just let them go? Or if you had a chance, which one would you want to get rid of the most? I think it would be the bottlenecker. Yeah, absolutely. Because the, the semis, they're just trying to do their job. You got to look at it like they're just trying to do their job. And the people that are driving, you know, like normal, they're just trying to get to where they're going. The bottleneckers, they're the one clogging up the works. 
And hey, you, you can't really put age on it because no. usually, like, you get behind somebody slow, you usually, oh man, that's somebody's grandparent. No, it doesn't and matter. And then anymore. sometimes you get up there and it's just a teenager playing on the phone. You yeah, don't or know. somebody over here doing this, you know, down the floorboard looking for their foil. Yeah. That kind of stuff. But driving. You don't eat. Man, I came on somebody on the interstate and they had their computer. Going over here, like to their oh, right. That sounds like me and my work truck, dude. I got my laptop fired up at, on the middle console. Yeah, yeah. And like while I'm now, granted, I'm I'm on a small street. This was the highway. Yeah, yeah I'm not doing it on the highway. Yeah, no, this was the highway. Uh, you know, a, a city street, something like that. That's a little different. This, I don't know what he was doing. He maybe, was. He just, might have been working. Maybe. He may have been working and driving and. He was swerving and, you know, doing this number and then doing a little this number. Well, you can't see that this number, I was making the motion of swerving back and forth. One day, here soon, you will be able to see me swerve back and forth. Take about three to five minutes to explain that. Yeah. We are, uh, we're trying to upgrade the show. I think we talked a little bit about it on the last episode, but uh, we're trying to get some cameras, working cameras, and we don't want to do the lame one shot, even though it may start as that. Yeah, it may have to start that way. But uh, we're going to try to put a camera on uh, each face on the show and probably move this, this with uh, Webb, this with Cobb, this with Mark. Uh, probably at least the actual seeing us will be strictly uh, behind a paywall. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Obviously. I don't want you to see me for free. I mm-hmm. might show you a nipple. You never know. Might see a nipple. We'll have to blurt out John's chest. Yeah. <laughs> I do have a, a catfish and a cat face on my stomach. A, a catfish and a cat face? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, catfish and cat face. How many tattoos do you think you got? It's a bunch. Uh, uh, we, we, we counted them up one, one, one time as, like, individual tattoos. Cause like like what you have going on your arm, like that's more of a sleeve. I don't really yeah. count it as like individual, even though you've been working on it over the years. Yeah, I consider it to be like one true piece, right? Is that how you th- consider? That's it? how you do it after it's finished. Okay. Yeah, if you could put like an individual number on how many I have. Thirties. Twenty to thirty. Probably good solid twenty thirty. What uh? Where'd you get your first one? Tuscaloosa. Not where on your body. Oh, on my, on the, the you know, the most common place ever. Got a little tribal band. Right on, on the bicep? The, on the bicep there. All right, and uh, if there was any pain preference, which tattoo do you have hurt the most? Like, which spot was, like, most tender for you? If you, some people just be like, I don't care where you put it, it don't bother me. No, nah, they're lying. <laughs> they're absolutely lying. Uh, I've heard, like, the collarbone's pretty rough. Up in anywhere you're cl- next to near where a bone is close to the surface of the skin, it it's a little different. And anywhere there's a lot of meat, like a lot of just like your stomach sucks. Anywhere where your, your bone is close to the surface of the skin sucks. Um, so an ass tattoo would hurt. Oh yeah, ass tattoos hurt. Huh. I would have never thought that. That's like getting your stomach tattooed, and your stomach so sucks. A, back to that meat thing. Yes, yeah, the just hollow, or not hollow meat, but just meat. Would you ever get a tramp stamp? I've thought about it, actually. No joke. Have you noticed, like it, like back in our heyday, like 
Uh, we're getting out of high school. This is, you know, early 2000s. Tramp stamps uh, were still pretty high. I, th I, th I think it was more with the generation before us. But for the most part now, it seems to me it's kind of died out. Now, we would need somebody like Biz to set the record straight, but it, yeah, do it doesn't seem to be as popular as I, it used to be. I talked to him, and he he said that the, the tramp stamp's not so big anymore because I, you know, I try and keep up with the current tattoo trends. And Where's the most popular place? Right now, it's like getting these little you know, minimalistic tattoos. That's what people are doing a lot of is, you know, just little... I see that. Dinky little... Get a little music note on your hand. Yeah, some just little tiny tattoos. Because the, the people that are turning 18 now are tiny, dude. They look like kids. We go to that all the time, but damn, they do. Do you think it's something in the Chicken McNuggets? I don't know. I eat Chicken McNuggets all the time, and I'm huge. We had a, we had a weird theory that we were getting on. I was with... Uh, troll side of my family for Christmas. Okay. Uh, when we were kids, it was nine boys and one girl. Oh, she had a terrible and time. Now, <laughs> now it's backwards. It's two boys and one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight girls, two boys. Okay. So the whole generation flipped. And, uh, dude, my cousin, when he was growing up, I don't know if I've ever heard the guy cuss. He's a real straight-edge guy. Yeah, I know those types. And he said, uh, I think there was something in that food that we was eating. He's like, I, 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 honestly, I honestly believe, like, we're just spitting out more girls. And I was like, I don't know. It's probably some kind of weird genetic in I there. have a daughter. I mean, yeah, you do. My Everybody I know that's recently had a child it's has honest. had a daughter. Um, I don't know anybody having. I don't know of anybody in my immediate knowledge that's recently had a baby that <coughs> has had a boy. It was a boy. Uh, my cousin in uh in down by the coast, he had a boy. I still want to say it's a you know I think there are more girls on the planet. I think it's like fifty three to forty seven now. But yeah. uh, you know I'm sure we're just like looking inside our little window. But uh, a, lot of, a lot of girls in my family right now. Yeah, and it's, I guess that's just the the way of the world right now. I don't know if there's boys being born in other parts of the world. I don't know if it's more of a, like a section type thing. Because there has been talks of dividing us into sections. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah, so I don't know if you know that. that. Well, you know, what do they want to divide us up for? How will they divide us? Well, they've already kind of divided us into uh, sectors. Like out in the West is Sector 9. Is this going by like Pirate Grid or how, what do you mean by that? I'm not exactly sure what it, I, they, I've never been able to find what the sections Sounds like are. Some, like, uh, what is it? It's some deep, deep conspiracy Mockingbird stuff. Mockingbird stuff. Like, what was, is what that name of that movie? Uh, Hunger Games? Uh, Hunger Games, Hunger Games, Hunger Games, the, yeah. There's sections? Oh, the Mockingjay, yeah. No, that's they say that that's real, and they made that movie to desensitize us. Like, I've read multiple articles about that, about how they're sectioning <coughs> the United States off, and, you know, the South has been predominantly stronger than <coughs> everywhere, so that's why we're having girls, and maybe they're having guys in some other part of the country. 
I don't know. That's just my crazy theory. And, you know, you can take that for whatever it's worth. It wouldn't really make sense. I mean, I, I guess it would if, if you wanted to do that to people just to divide them up. But I think every, every part of America needs each other. I think we all work as one unit. Really, like like what you said. I really do like the idea of like the United States, but like I really wouldn't mind if it was the divided states. Like, and I mean that's the way it, it goes, you know. Before, more, more before federalism. Regional. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, like you know, even now, like for the most part, each state a little different when it comes to laws on marijuana or anything or literally anything yeah pretty much everything and then we, we could just probably google like weird laws and laugh all night yeah i yeah. don't beat your horse on a tuesday yeah don't hit your wife of the staff or state no bigger or than your thumb. thumb yeah and that's just the one part of alabama that's yeah. uh that's jasper jasper yep yeah and that's what like what do they call them the blue laws every state has blue laws yeah so, I mean, like, maybe I guess during that, that period of time, I guess it made sense. Not the beating the wife thing, but, like, let's just say uh, putting a cherry pie out on the window to cool off. Don't do that. Why? Because it might draw up some wildlife. You don't want to do that. Yeah, now it's all, you know, industrial or it's a city to where eh, you might get a hobo to come by. But other than that, you'd be, probably be fine. Yeah, you'd, you'd be fine. I mean, I wouldn't put a pie on our window sill. <laughs> no. <laughs> I probably wouldn't either. Yeah. Probably wouldn't be there when you came back for it. Probably not. That's neither here nor there. Um, <laughs> Just like the pie. I have another friend that's going to move in here. Really? Mm-hmm. Across, across from us. I don't know if you know her. You'll meet her, though. She's cool. But uh, hopefully she's going to get across from us. So we'll we'll slowly take over the front part of the building and work our way to the back. Hey, man. I'm bored. Cause uh, there are big barbecues I, in the courtyard. I think it was Cole that might have said it, but uh, wanting to create, make this a space. And hell, I don't remember ever partying here uh, back after high school days during like college years. But they said this place used to bump. Yeah. About ten years ago. I mean, I could see it. But I, I'm not so worried about bringing that back. But they said it. You know, it was a great place to where like you felt. You felt tired, you know, yeah. you wasn't really worried about shit. Wasn't really worried about your stuff every time you left. I'm kind of worried about my stuff sometimes when I leave now. Are you? Sometimes. I ain't never really had that concern. I've, I've, I've had it. But now I've had some things stolen from me also, you know. Already, yeah, you have had a run at that. Yeah. So, well, I had some stuff stolen when I lived up there in Memphis. Jacked my lawnmower. My, my 21-inch bush hog. Jack some tools, you know. So, so I'm kind of paranoid about that kind of stuff as is. I just don't got to where I don't just get attached to things, man. Like I remember when we used to do all the parties and get togethers at the house. Yeah. I already knew that someone was gonna go back in my room and just take something. Go through my stuff and take whatever they wanted. I can't tell, and I probably wouldn't be able to tell you like what's there and what ain't. I wish you'd had some of that Joe art back then. I'd jack that. I'd jack something. I'd jack the mosquito. <laughs> I'm like, I gotta get this out of my shirt, guys. Hey, watch that dude, the redheaded dude. <laughs> I'll be right back. I'll be right back. No, I wouldn't. I, even in my shady, shadiest, I was never. I would never steal nothing. 
you know, I'd rather I'd rather be around a liar than a thief. Hell yeah. I don't like thieves, man. Because it's one thing, dude. If I'd give you the shirt off my back, if you ask. Don't take it because you see it sitting over there not being used, though. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah stealing drives me crazy. That's the thing, man, and uh, you know. And a habitual line stepper, like a liar, like once you figure out they're a liar, yeah, it's not really an issue, you know. Be like, yeah. man, you can't, you can't, you can't trust what that fella said. Yeah, he's he's just talking out of his ass. He's all just time. talking. But a lot, but like that's one thing. Once a thief, always a thief. You think so? Hell yeah, man. I see it. I've seen it played out in but, my recent life. And that's another. Once a rapist, always a rapist. Um. I don't know, man. Once a pedophile, always a pedophile? I get down with that. Once a murderer, always a murderer? Once you kill somebody, there ain't no coming back from taking somebody else's life, no matter what. I think lying might be the only thing that you come back from. Yeah, that's the only thing you can come back from. I don't think you could ever come back from bestiality. People knew that you was getting down with a dog or a horse. That'd be over with. Yeah, you'd probably go down in the books as that. You'd probably be pretty estranged. Be, too. Uh, be labeled a chicken fucker, and that'd be what you'd be. That's a tough label to overcome. Could you imagine? That, that, <laughs> what if like everybody kind of framed you as that? And, yeah, but you weren't. You weren't. That he's weird. He, he, he be spending a lot of time in a chicken coop, man. <laughs> Them chickens be squawking in there. I don't uh, know what's I don't, going on. I don't know what's going on in there. Oh man, that would be. I'm trying to think of, like, the worst thing that someone could say about you. That would probably top the list. I don't know what I'd do if somebody, like, was maliciously calling me a chicken fucker. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be like... I'd rather you, like... I'd rather you pass a go at my mom than do yeah, that. Yeah, I'd be like, whoa, now you whoa, go, buddy. Now you cross the line. Yeah, you're stepping out of line now. Yeah, no, I don't know that I could come back from that. <laughs> I think we'd have to be scuffling for that one. I don't know, man. You just caught me a chicken fucker. Why didn't you hit me in the face? Well, you just called me a chicken fucker. That'd be like somebody sit. That'd be like something that happened while people were sitting at the bar, dude. Chicken fucker. I was listening to this story today about uh, it's, uh Liberia, Africa. This happened in the early nineties. It was like ninety two, ninety three. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the country was in turmoil. And there rose up this cat, and he called himself uh, General Naked Butt. Hell yeah. And he recruited a bunch of kids. And the kids would uh, fight naked, too, but in Halloween masks. Could you imagine, like, a little eight-year-old coming at you with, like, an AK-47 wearing, like, a Chucky mask? Naked? Naked. (laughs) And not just one of them, like a group of them? Could you imagine that? No, I don't want to imagine that. I mean, we could pull up. We could pull up. No, I don't want to pull up any kids running with AK-47s naked. I don't either. I'm just like, that's a visual image I can imagine. Whew. So uh, they also believed in child sacrifice. Yeah, yeah. And so what they would do, no one from uh, General Naked Butts uh, group, those guys were, the Naked Butts were fine. But when they would go into these next towns or tribes or whatever. Hold on, is this really real? Naked butt. 100%. Okay, continue. I'll, he's got an actual name, but that's the name that he chose for himself. Okay. There's actually a documentary on him on YouTube. Naked butt. Naked butt. Uh, General naked butt. But uh, when they would come, they would never sacrifice one of their own, but they would tie a child up, and they would 
uh, cut the child open from the back and get the heart from the back. And then General Naked Butt and all his little naked warriors would eat a piece of that heart together. Mm. He would somehow, uh, later in life, he was uh, supposedly visited uh, by an affirmation of Jesus Christ, and the (laughs) affirmation told him to get his life together. Okay. And so he had a bodyguard, and he called the bodyguard over there to him. He said, why did you let that person in? He said, dude, I don't know what you're talking about. Ain't nobody been in here. You didn't talk to General Naked Butt like that. Yeah. He shot the guy uh, both his legs, and he had to be amputated below the knee. But later, he would have a, you know, that religious experience came real, and uh, he straightened up his life, supposedly, and uh, went back to make amends with that guy by demanding that he forgive him. (laughs) (laughs) He didn't say he was sorry. He's like, you need to forgive me. Yeah, you need to forgive me. You need to let, hey, that's water on the bridge, man. You you don't walk anymore. Yeah. I I made you a double amputee, but. You need to forgive me. Yeah, you need to forgive me. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for forgiving me. But yeah, so, and he spent the most of his life, the uh, rest of his life, of uh, uh, taking advantage of churches. In that, uh, he would charge like 150 bucks to speak at churches, and then like uh, this this one chick who found out about his story uh, started donating $800 a month. And it was supposed to go 800 straight to these kids, right? Yeah. Well, he would keep four hundred of it for himself. Well, obviously, handling fee. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess that's the way General Naked Butt took it. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it was one of the wildest stories I heard in a while. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, that was that was the strangest story I've heard today. <laughs> you need to forgive me. <laughs> yeah, you need to forgive me. Well, I've never had uh, that's quite the audacity right there. Yeah, like, so okay. imagine that conversation. I need to forgive you. Dude, yeah. I, I don't walk anymore. I can't get a job. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm doing what I can do now. It's sitting here. You should pay me. That's what I, Pay me. And that guy just keep pushing. You'd be like, you know what? If I never have to see you again? Yeah, totally. Yeah. Leave. Leave. <laughs> yeah. Bye. Right? Don't forget the way. Yeah. Forget the way back. Yeah. Of anything else to do about the weather? I don't like. I do agree with uh, uh, climate change. Yeah, no. Not not to the ex- not to like the extent of like we just jumped up ten points. Yeah, you mentioned climate change. Do 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 do. Oh, we're uh, keeping score, are we? Yeah. Oh, I mean, I, I do believe that that is real, just not to the uh, not to that degree. Well, you know, it's the. Uh, the world, the planet, planet Earth is alive. It's living. Your temperature changes. You're living. You're a living being, right? Well, I don't, you can't really say Earth's the being, but Earth is living because it has living things on it and in it. So it'd have to change. It, you get moody, your stomach gets upset. You got to look at it like a person. Treat the earth like a person. Yeah. I guess. Uh, I don't know. It just seems to me that uh, 
if you want to speak of the earth as a being, I think it's naturally healing itself. Like those hoes that were punched in the ozone layer, they're not there anymore. Well, that's when when you run a fever, your body's trying to heal itself. And then, like with the the big fear of the polar ice caps melting, that turns out it just depends on which scientist you listen to. Yeah. And of course, like or which what, side of them they're what, on. Yeah, whatever you believe, and you'll you'll go that way. So I mean, it's just it would be the same. Let me get some more points. Uh, whether you know you believe Dr. Fauci about these vaccines that are, uh, I take that I, I would say shots at this point. Yeah, they're just shots now, man. Uh, or if you go with Dr. McCullough or Dr. Robert Malone and say, no, you trust your natural immunity, that these shots are, they're ineffective. I watched uh, a documentary, the not last night, the night before, and, you know, they're finally, I think it was on Rumble. I, I couldn't imagine YouTube or yeah, yeah, any anywhere else from, yeah. allowing this. But it was showing, you know, they gave, uh, this dude had, got his blood drawn. And they put out, you know, eight different samples. They gave the blood sample a J&J. They gave it a Moderna. They gave it a Pfizer. Yeah. And all the shots. Yeah, all the other shots. And then he, he gave some of the blood, like, vaccines that actually work. Yeah. And it was, like, really miraculous to see, like, uh, the problems that were being caused. And you probably know someone, maybe in your family or somebody that you love, who may have recently had a stroke. Yeah. Uh, may have recently had uh, myocarditis, may have actually uh, had blood clots that yeah. were kind of rubbery. They weren't just like platelets and white blood or red blood cell clumps like a typical blood clot. That This was something, it, it seemed to be uh, not really the body, if that makes sense. Out of, like, out of, like, extra, like, you know, you hate to say it like this, but extraterrestrial? Yeah, in a sense. <laughs> yeah. And so I've I've been seeing a lot of coroners coming up when they splice open the body and there's like this blood clot is that's not natural it's rubbery you can push it it goes back to place this is like typically if there's a blood clot you just give it a little in it it'll open right up yeah, you know? and these will not let anything pass and they're they're like a gray looking a little rubbery it, I mean it blows that vessel up that it's kind of sick. But, Anyway, like every yeah, I had two of them. I've, I hope the best for you, bub. Yeah. Maybe. Well, I haven't really noticed any difference in my health from it. And that's another thing. Like with these blood studies that they're running, of it's everybody's. It affects everybody a little bit different. Some people it doesn't affect at all. I believe you could probably give some people. They could probably get ten of those shots. Yeah. And be perfectly fine, and then like you have some people who got one and was just hurt by it. Yeah, or died. Like I never got any of the side effects. My arm never hurt. Yeah. I thought they didn't give me nothing. The first one. But I just wanted to do a little off the deep end on that. Now that it's getting to a place to where we can actually think about it, and I've been seeing. Uh, it's mainly Twitter. I don't think Facebook or. No, you know they're. I don't think anywhere else would really allow censored. people to talk about it. Of. You get a 30-day ban. It's, it's been interesting seeing people who are vaccinated kind of chickens coming home to roost moment to where they'll be like, I shouldn't have got it. Yeah, wish I hadn't got it. Be honest. And what's crazy is I don't know anybody who didn't got it that wishes they did. Yeah, man, I wish I'd have got that vaccine. I'd be so much better off. Now you yeah, can maybe, I hadn't heard any of that from anybody. No. 
But, I mean, maybe you could be cynical and be like, yeah, that's because they're dead. No, they're not. No, they're not. No, they're not. I think by this time, like, the death count versus vaccinated or unvaccinated is probably the same or more people who are vaccinated is probably passed on by this point. Just because of how, uh, I mean, it's, you can go get it anywhere. Well, lo and I mean, behold. You can, get it, you can get it in your Happy Meal if you want. They dialed back on the COVID, and I was talking to my cousin that works at a hospital. There's maybe one or two COVID patients there, but the rest are, guess what? The flu's coming back. Oh, is that right? You didn't hear about the flu for two years. That's crazy. And there's more patients in the hospital here locally for the flu than COVID. I don't know what I got sick with like oh, mean, two I, weeks we got ago. Something. But, we got dude, something. I'm, I still struggle with it. Yeah, I think we may have caught COVID. Maybe it was the flu. May have been the flu. Who I, knows? I don't know. If you'd have went and got COVID tested, you could have been went either way. Yeah, I just... If you go get and, tested and, for and something, they're going to give you something. You're going to leave with something. I agree with that. And it's crazy, like, just hearing, like, the experts that got it wrong then and how they talk about it now, and they'll say... We didn't have all the information. We did We did the best that we could. And it was like, then why were there other people screaming at the top of the rooftops saying something else and you wanted to silence them? Yeah, why, well, couldn't you you know. two, why couldn't you two come together on a debate and let's make sense of it? That's the way it should have happened. Let's try and figure because, this thing and out. That, and that is what my point was with uh, freedom yeah. and safety. It used to be, I think this, probably when people began to wake up about Bitcoin, and how, because I mean, think about slavery then, now, and I'm not talking about so much with like sex slavery. <laughs> uh, the way slavery looks like today, and I mean, hell, you and I are partially enslaved in a sense because you, you make a little bit of money so you can have a place to live, and yeah. every now and then you go get to have a little fun. Yeah, once in a while. But uh, you spend most of your time work, working. Yeah, work. I spend most 98% of my time at work. And so, are you really free? No, absolutely not. I'm not. I'm slave to the system. Okay, when Bitcoin and the internet and people began to be able to exchange ideas and, you know, tell each other about different ways to be free, to uh, break the tide, leave the system, to get to leave the system, to get yeah. to step off the plantation, so to speak. Yeah. Of well, they came out with something new, and that was what's kind of strange with me about of. Uh, Everything is dangerous now. Like uh, back during the pandemic, dude, don't go out, don't leave your home. It's dangerous. You, you know, your safety is at risk. And now the next thing, I don't think it'll be another pandemic for something like COVID. I think the next time they try to lock us in our homes, it'll be over climate. And it's going to be, it's too dangerous outside. It's for your safety. You need to stay inside. Oh, there! I won't do that though. You can't tell me it's too cold or too hot. Now, I may not want to be outside if it's too hot, but I'm still. I got to work. I got bills to pay. You know. What's the sweet spot for you? Like, do you prefer a hot day or a cold day? Depends. What am I doing? That that is a way to put it. If I'm working, I prefer cold. Not if, this cold like what we've had the past. If I'm at a music festival. Hot. Yeah, I like it hot when I'm out in the sun in the summer. If the sun's shining, I think it should be warm. Yeah. 
if the sun's not shining, I feel like it should be cold. I don't know. That's just me. And depressing. Yeah, it should be cold and dark. I feel like it's, you know, the weather is so weird now. We never had this drastic change when I was when we were kids, man. It never went. We never had a forty degree drop in a day. Not let alone a fifty five degree drop in one day. And it's crazy, like what you'll get out of work for today, or the kids will get out of school. Oh for man, one. anything, drop of a hat, dude. It might rain tomorrow. We best just call it off. Or no, they're saying there may be a tornado. 89 miles or 90 miles from here. We better. We dude, better I remember call like school. those get in the hallway and hold a and book, hold over, a your book head. over your head. Dude. Dude, well, my, my nephew don't even know what that is anymore, dude. I remember even before we did the books, they just told us to sit in the hall when I was in kindergarten. Yeah. Just sit in the hall. No, no Indian style or nothing. Just sit there. This I was trying to pinpoint like where that happened at. Was it. Is it the culture itself to where folks can get off work to go get their kids? And so instead of us being separated, we'll go home and be together or get in the storm shelter together. Or even with sickness now, like especially since COVID. The whole family take us off. Oh, dude, if you got a cough, they want you to lay out of work. Yeah. But like before this, I remember 2018. If you want to come on in, you, right? Dude, if you ain't dying, get your ass in you here. You get to work. And I think it was like a culture shift in 2018. Really. Maybe I, I it was maybe then. somewhere around in there. That. So do you see it as like what I'm talking about? Like with the safety thing kind of turning over? Yeah, I think safety kind of took over for freedom. I think we'd rather be safe. I think the general population would rather be safe than free. I think they do too, but it is uh, it is better to have dangerous uh, freedom than a peaceful safety. Absolutely, because a peaceful absolutely. safety is slavery. Yeah, and though I mean we need the, uh, I believe in the human spirit, and when it is able to express itself freely, I mean, whatever. I mean, I'm pr- I'm pretty sure that we both agree when it comes to this, and I am not telling anyone. There are plenty of musicians and artists and writers and comedians that write great jokes, write great books, write great songs, draw great pictures without hallucinogenics. Yeah. But I would argue that some of my favorite work is when that dude was tripping his balls off. Yeah. So I I do believe, like, in the – I'm an artist. I got to get fucked up, right? Yeah, got to get fried and get out there, man. Get creative. Yeah. Which, you know, some people say that that kind of stuff stifles your creativity. I think for some people it does. For some people, like I know, uh, I think he's a great songwriter. Uh, the front man for the Dirty Clergy. Yeah, yeah. Straight edge. I don't even, like, if he gets a headache, I don't even know if he takes Tylenol, man. But uh, I don't think he's ever drank a drop of alcohol. I don't think he's ever smoked a cigarette. I think the only thing that maybe, and I'm not trying to say, to, I'm, I'm just saying this about like how serious he is about not wanting to ever be addicted to anything, but I think the only thing that he would take is if it was doctor prescribed, right? Yeah. And, I mean, he's straight edge, and I mean, he's a great songwriter. He makes interesting music videos. Um, yeah. Very creative guy, very sober. Now, I have other friends 
who only write and perform or whatever you want to say if they are way out there, buddy. Yeah. I know people like that. I got a friend like that. And then there are some people, I guess, who are just naturally screwed up in the head to where, like, I don't even know if they do drugs, but they just seem like it. Yeah. Yeah, I know those people, too. I don't know. I feel like it's a... You know, going back to the shift, I think... I think freedom became less important think when about, everything got so dangerous. And just like think, you said. I mean, just think dangerous. about the way, like, even with our social media and even with our news reports, whether it be Fox, CNN, ABC, NBC, or however you exist, Wall Street Journal, Washington Post, whatever. Vice. Of even the way that they talk about each other is calling each other fake news, misinformation, disinformation. It's what? Dangerous. Yep. Like, that's the common. And at that point, they're already talking, they're talking to you like you're stupid because you should be able to trust your audience enough. Be like, I'm going to present you with the information. I trust you to be able to critically think and do a lot. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. A little yeah. researching on your own to figure out and draw your own conclusion. Was I wrong or was I right? Yeah. And I, I really like it when journalists and when people present information that way. Because if you, you do it the way that they do the news now, they're talking to you like you don't know how to think. Yeah, they're talking down to you, basically. Yeah. They're telling you what to think, how to think it, and where you should go to think about it. Yeah. And who to avoid. And who to avoid while you're there thinking about it. Yeah. Because... They don't want you to be around somebody pollute the narrative. Do you think we can ever get away from politics being the center of our culture? Does it not feel that way to you to where everything is political? Like, if you were to make, let's just say that you made a comment about how you don't like how everything is so high right now and you can't really afford groceries, and you'd be like, I wish Biden would do a better job. And, like, what would be probably the first rebuttal? Well, at least it ain't Trump. Nobody's even talking about him. Yeah. Where did where did that come where did from? Where did that come from? Well, it was better than it was when we had Trump. And then let's just say a Republican guy wins in twenty four. It'll be the same thing. Yeah. It'll just be the reverse of it. It'll be God. Everything's such a hassle now. At least it ain't Biden. At least it ain't Biden. Yeah. There. I wish we could get away from that political theater. And we could all just come together and make fun of them because, like, the people that we are voting in to represent us are not doing a good job at all. No, they're more comical than helpful. 
Did you see that? Uh, and I, I'm not hating on the guy. I just thought it was comical, and I was actually hoping that Herschel Walker would win. Yeah. But that uh, the Fetterman guy up in Pennsylvania running for Senate, he beat Doctor Oz. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Uh, I watched some of the videos, and I know it's, you know, it's probably a bunch of gas put together to make the guy look bad, right? Oh yeah. Uh, the guy had suffered a stroke, like a. Uh, a little bit, like, right after he kicked off his campaign for Senate, he went through rehab, and they say with a stroke you only have six months to yeah. get to get back to your brain capacity or even, like, your, your physical capacity. Like, yeah, they say you you know, if you ain't walking without a walker in six months, you probably won't. Yeah. I'm not saying that it's not possible. It's just going to be a mountain to climb. Yeah, it's going to be harder. And if your brain, like, if your critical thinking and all that ain't there, you probably ain't going to get that back. Yeah. And that's what's sad, man, is you don't have any control. It could, a stroke could hit either one of us any time. Right now. I mean, and I don't, they don't even know what causes it. Yeah. I mean, it just goes off like a bomb. Yeah. It's just kind of like aneurysm. You don't know. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing about it. I mean, you could be 22 years old and just literally wake up dead. Yeah. <laughs> you or just, just die in your sleep. Just be sitting here, me and you talking, and, like, my nose start bleeding, and I just fall over. Yeah. That would suck. God. Oh, dude, please don't do that on this podcast. Yeah, that That'd would be, be really hard terrible. to explain. I'd haunt you forever. I'd yeah. be haunted in this mic. It'd be, you, you would just hear. All the time. All the time. It would just be, like, a lighter. I know, you, I know you're here, baby. <laughs> yeah, it's like. Every now and then, you're like, you'll, like. There'll be a brush of air, and you'll be like, you'll smell a little bit. And be yeah. Like, so this farted, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, farted. Damn it. <laughs> yeah, man, I don't know, dude. I think, I think, uh, I think it's strange. I'm very, I'm very optimistic about the human spirit, and I'm very opt- optimistic about not only this country's future, but the future of the world. Yeah. Of. Uh, you know, some people are really doom and gloom. Uh, I'm, I'm more doom and gloom. I'm, I'm very optimistic about the future. I believe that people are beginning to wake up and see things for what they are. And, uh, you know, the question is, how many does it take? I'm not talking about any kind of a insurrection or a quid pro quo or anything. I'm just talking about enough people rising up and just saying no and be like, we are not. We done with y'all's bullshit. We're, we're done with this. Yeah, we done with your bullshit. We, we, we are not participating in this crap you're doing anymore. Signed out, punched out. Yeah. And I, I, I want to say I've kind of done that as much as I can, and they come back and bit me a little while back. Remember we talked yeah, about dude. that? I'm almost out of the woods. I'm telling you, man, it, it's happened to me, of, I think, three times in the past probably eight years. Yeah. To where after I file my taxes, pay my taxes, I'll get a letter in the mail, usually around anywhere from August to November. Yeah. From the government. Hey, by the way, you owe us so-and-so. X amount of dollars. And then, well, you know, with the attitude, I mean, and I'd like to have that attitude too. Well, what if I don't pay it? Well, they'll they'll take it. They'll get it. Or they'll come get you. State. State (laughs) will. I ain't, I ain't playing with state. I'll play with federal, but I ain't playing with state, man. I don't like playing with any of it. I just won't be left alone. But we all have, uh, we all are going to have our own personal IRS guardian angel. Yeah. 
87,000. I think I have said that time and time again, but I want you to think about that when you file your taxes. I'm afraid. I, I have been in trouble with taxes in the past, and it is not a fun place to be, people. No, it's not. Your bank account gets froze. The bank looks at you like you're retarded when you go in there and talk to them about your tax trouble. They're like, you didn't pay your taxes? Or you didn't... Like you were supposed to know that you owed them, and you didn't even live there. That is a thing. Yeah. I do hate that for you. You got taxed by a state you don't even yeah, live in. Yeah, I got taxed. I, told, I was like, I don't even live there. I haven't lived there in 15 years. <laughs> That's funny, man. Yeah. yeah they're like, well, if it did, man. I do like, uh, like, I know Florida does it. I think Texas does it. And I, I probably eventually want to move to a state that does this no income tax. Uh, Very sexy to me right there. Tennessee doesn't have state tax. They don't have state tax. Well, they do income tax. They do federal tax. Yeah. Huh. You have to pay federal tax, but you don't have you don't have a state tax. Or something. I can't remember. I can't remember when I, I filed my taxes up there last year. I'm gonna find the perfect state for me. The least taxes as possible is what's Texas. great. Texas. You think Texas? I don't know where in the world I'd want to go in Texas to live. Just outside of Austin. <laughs> <laughs> Just, just on the fringe of the weird. Man, when I think about like, man, that's a big, that's a big state, though. That's a lot of hiding room in there, man. You can go out there and disappear. Well, I don't, I don't know if I'd want to be in that state or anywhere near that damn border if they don't get it fixed. That's the thing. Yeah. Well, you know, I've been out there. I've been down by the border, and I this was in. I did always want to go to Laredo. That's down there by the border. Yeah, I went to Brownsville. It's right across the street from the yeah, Mexican border. Dude, I do not mind people coming to this country. I'm not against it. I just just do it legally. Yeah, just do it the way y'all make us. I never, come un- I never understood like people like defending people like invading your country legally. Like how are, how are you okay? Well, they're they're dreamers. They're they're looking for a better life. They're trying to get away from uh, communism, or they're trying to get away from climate or famine. Or dude, I am totally okay with that. But we should we should totally be able to process these people. And yeah, we need know, to know you're here, know man. Know who they are, where they're from, and what they're doing. That's, dude, I don't know if I've ever told you about this, but when I was transporting prisoners, I picked up That this. was a wild time in your life. Yeah. I think that was around, you. I think you were on the tail end of doing that when we first started hanging out. Oh, no, I, well, yeah, pretty much. Uh, I was in Washington, D.C., dude, picked up this guy. They had processed him under this name, booked him under this name. He had a warrant in Hackensack, New Jersey, that they extradited him for after he got done doing his little bit of time there in Washington, D.C. So they called us in to come pick him up. We drove him from D.C. to Hackensack, and we get to Hackensack, and his fingerprints don't match the fingerprints they have on file the the fingerprint the picture doesn't even match the guy so I'm there at this jail in Hackensack with this person that I don't even know who or what or why or where this motherfucker came from I don't know what to do with him I tell the jail in Hackensack I'm like look 
I'm like, can y'all house him where I can go get some food for a minute? Because I ain't got to eat since we picked him up. Yeah. And I'm like, just hold him, because he was the only prisoner we had. I'm like, just hold him where we can go get some food. They're like, we don't know who he is. He's got to sit out here. I'm like, I don't give a fuck where he sits. If we don't know who he is, he can go home for all I care. Right. And I'm like, I'm going to get some food. If he's here when I get back, cool. If he's not, well, I'm done. I'll call my boss. What a time to be alive. And uh, when I got back, he was still sitting there, and I called my boss. I'm like, what am I supposed to do with this man? We don't know who he is. We don't know what's going on with him. They're like, well, you got to take him back to D.C. Well, I take him back, drive all night from Hackensack on the turnpike to D.C. And get to D.C. at like 6 in the morning. And... They're like, we can't take him. I'm like, I'm finna let this, I'm finna cut this motherfucker loose then. Yeah, I mean, I can't take him either. I'm like, I can't have him either. I'm like, ain't nobody paying for him. So they're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. So when I go to taking the handcuffs off of him and we're standing outside the gate, they're like, oh, I'm like, I don't know what y'all want me to do, man. I'm like, I have other stuff to do. Yeah. I mean, I mean, at, that, other at, at that time, at, the, at that time, I think you were also like working three other jobs. At yeah, the time. I got shit to do, man. That's wild. Have you ever been the type like when you were? Let's just say I've done it. I've done it a couple times when we were wasn't in the town I was from, or I knew I wasn't gonna know nobody. Yeah, I wouldn't go by my name. I'd have I'd go by a different name. Yeah. Well, I never did that. I just wouldn't ever tell anybody my name. That's that's shady. I mean, I, I would I would tell him my middle name instead of like. So my middle name sucks. Well, my middle. Well, it doesn't suck, but it's not a cool first name either. Henry. Oh, that's pretty sick, dude. I don't like Henry. Dude, I am a steel driving man. You know, John Henry was a steel driving man. Yeah, that's me. Dude, you should start going by John Henry. God no. Dude, that'd be sick. I said if I ever went. Dude, my my name my name is iconic for when a mom is pissed off at her son, Alan Todd. <laughs> a T. Yeah. A T A. I tell you, like any time I hear those two names together, I know I have screwed up. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. It's two completely different words. It don't really roll off the tongue either. No. And like when you when you go from Alan to Todd, it's it's naturally like. Yeah, you have to. <sighs> You have to, You're gonna belt a little bit, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no. I I I, I would always get called Javid when I would get in trouble. Javid? Yep. It's a mix between me and my brother's name. It's John and David. Yeah. I'm Javid. Javid, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I could say I got in trouble with the law one night in Panama City and I happened to not have my ID on me and they asked me who I was and I I told him my name was like some dude I went to high school with that wasn't there. It's like, dude, I'm David Johnson. Hell yeah. <laughs> or, you know. Yeah, some, some random name. Yeah, just. <laughs> I mean, like, how was you going to prove me wrong? At this time, fingerprints ain't nothing. Yeah. I don't have fingerprints on file. I, I had never yeah, been in trouble. Never been in trouble, yeah. Well, you didn't need them. Yeah, well. That's what I was like. I wonder. David Johnson got a record. In Panama City. <laughs> Watch out, David. Yeah, don't go to Panama City. They're looking for your ass. <laughs> nah, you're probably good by now. 
statute of limitations and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, hell, I, I bet even some of the places I got banned from, like even I got banned from one hotel and they put your picture up on the, you know, it's kind of like being banned from a gas station or a, yeah, yeah. Or a bar. You got you got in the hotel bad enough to get your picture on the wall, dude? Oh, yes, we did. Jesus, what did you do? It was at the Beach Club Inn. If you listen to Corey Smith, it's... He, he, yeah, I've he heard that song. About it. Yeah, he, he got kicked out of it, too, supposedly. Yeah. Well, the room, uh, the walls were made of uh, mirrors. And uh, when I was going on these beach trips, I would always bring some kind of knick-knack. And I, had, I was coaching baseball, so I brought a bucket of balls. Yeah. That was a big day. And I, I stole two traffic cones on the way down. Okay. And a bowling pin. So lots of criminal mischief going on. Yes. Uh, it's, it's been 15 years I now. Just it doesn't me, matter. But uh, we get down there, and I bring the bucket of balls in. At first for a doorstop because, like, we had, you know, half the hotel in and out of the place. It's like yeah. we'll just leave everything wide open, let people come and go as they please. But... Well, later that night, we thought we would play catch, and I threw the ball a little hard to my buddy, and uh, he didn't catch it, and it shattered the wall. Mm. We did good for that entire week. We kept the cleaning ladies out and only accepting towels at the door. Yeah. And uh, when it was day for checkout, we all got packed. One of us went to checkout, and the rest of us were running for our vehicles, you know, and we're just going to try to get out of town. And uh, I had to have a credit card on file. Or was this a cash-only deal? Uh, it was credit card on file, and let's just say me and my buddy, we uh, we did not make it to the vehicles. The hotel manager had uh, he 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 was very hot on us. Oh. And uh, so he was wondering why y'all wouldn't let them in all week. Yeah, yeah. He 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 probably knew the whole time, but uh, probably Cameron. I, honestly, it's the beach club. Who yeah. knows? But I I had to pay for that room. And then after I paid the guy, you know, he said the smartest-ass thing. He did me a favor. I was wanting to get rid of those mirror walls anyway. It's like, why the hell are you charging me then? I did you a favor. Nah, <laughs> and then, to and then he, took, he took me and my buddy's picture, which is granted because, like, we were the only two that got in trouble. Yeah. Uh, put our names up behind and picture behind the counter and said, uh, don't let me ever see you on this property again. And I gave him the... Why the hell would I ever want to be on this property again? This hotel sucks. Yeah, this is a shithole. <laughs> I don't even think it's open anymore. I don't think it is either. I haven't been to Panama City. I think that might have been the last trip I made to Panama. No, I went down there with my ex-wife one time after that, back when I was straight edge. Oh, how'd that go? It wasn't fun at all. Panama City's only good for one. It used to be. I don't even think. I think it's more like family-oriented now, too. It was always like... Damn, this is back when Club La Vila and all that was popping. It was Party Central. You know, yeah. it, used to, it was that and what, Cancun was like the two best places you could go for spring break back in that day. Yeah, back, back in that in time period. Early 2000s and mid 2000s. That shit was lit. I got to catch the tail end of it. I had a damn good time. I don't regret any of it. Man, I never, I've, I've only been to Panama City one time. In I've my been entire life. I think I've been twelve. I, I I remember like the theme park Miracle Strip. Oh yeah, it had a wooden roller coaster. wasn't very big, but they had an inside ride called the Abominable Snowman. Where you would sit, and the room was made of mirrors, and then the fog machine would kick up, and then you were sitting in this like spinny seat, and like you would see all those mirrors and yeah, 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 dude. It, 
was a fun ride. Uh, <coughs> but that's about all I remember about that place. It was called Miracle Strip. Anyway. Yeah. Panama City. I've been there a lot. Been to Gulf Shores quite a bit. Orange Beach. Woo. Yeah. Those are some great beaches, though, man. Can't, don't hate on it. I, I, the only beach I've ever been to and had any real fun, which now I've been in the Pacific, Atlantic, and the Gulf, and I like Cocoa Beach was where I had the most fun on any beach I ever went to. Where's that at? It's Atlantic side of Florida. Huh. I've only been, uh, I've seen the uh, Pacific Ocean down in Chile, and uh, I've been to the Gulf Coast, and that's, that's all I've seen. The Atlantic, the water is colder. It's like, it was like 98 degrees that day, and the water was still like 72. Yeah, when, you, when you're like looking at those goobers surfing on TV, and you're like, why they got wetsuit? It makes sense, don't it? That yeah, water that is water's cold. cold. The Atlantic water is cold, yeah. and in the North Pacific water is The Gulf cold is like shit. warm like piss. Yeah, it's like piss water in comparison to the rest of the oceans. Well, because it's not as deep. Yeah. You know, it's half as deep as the Pacific. You a big guy? Like, uh, as far as, like, getting in the water, you into that? I, I only get about chest high. You go with chest? Dude, I'll, I'll get in there probably about knee high. That's good enough for me. I'll get in there about chest I lost a pair of sunglasses in the Gulf. I'm telling you, like... The more I describe this experience, and man, my buddy, she is just like, she loves speech. Yeah. And she'll get out there, she'll be way out there, you know. I, I was telling her, I was like, why the hell would I want to get out there and get the hell beat out of me by these waves? For what? Constantly having to pull your shorts up, fucking getting shit in your beer. And not to mention, you can't see, like, you don't know what's around you. Yeah, you don't know what's around you. That's why I got to And that is that thing's environment. Dude, I ain't no fish. When I went down to hang out, me and Cole, man, we we went swimming because, you know, we didn't get a hotel room. We just sleep in the car being real hobos. Oh, that's dope, dude. And uh, so we would go get in the the ocean every day. Or, you know, we go get in the Gulf every day. It was a, a red tide day. And uh, we're out there, you know, I'm getting, I'm I'm still getting chest high. There well, no dickhead out there, get out of the water. All of a sudden, this swell came in, dude, and swallowed me and Cole both up. Huh. And took us about a quarter of a mile down the beach. Jeez. Lost a pair of sunglasses. Was at Hangout. Did you know better to not fight it? Just to yeah, go just, with the flow? I just went with it, yeah. That's, that's why I drug us so far. My sister-in-law, uh, she about died. Uh, she got wrapped up in the undertow, and it took her under like that. And yeah. she fought it, and she fought it till she couldn't fight no more. And like, shit, she about drowned, didn't she? She did. We had to take her. She had to be taken to the hospital up in Foley. Yeah, we just. I I was like, you know, we had been fighting them, kind of jumping, and then this one came and took us. Yeah, it wasn't playing around. Yeah. We know it was. We but that were. was surreal, dude. Like um, nobody was really paying attention to her, and I don't really know where my brother was. And I'm just sitting on the beach, and I just, I kind of got my eye on her, like for one. Yeah, just hanging out. Yeah. You know, kinda, kinda. And then next thing I know, I'm looking for her, and I don't see her. Then I look like way down the beach, like what you're talking about. It like pushes you down. Yeah. And I see her just kind of like, 
And I said, oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. And, like, she was limp. Yeah. And so, like, I called my brother. I was like, dude, we got to go get her. She's probably, she passed out. Yeah. Uh, she had to have CPR on the beach and then shit, uh, had man. to be taken uh, to the hospital. Yeah. No, I, luckily, we didn't, neither one of us fought it. We just both knew to go limp and roll. That's just it. You just go with the flow. Hope to get some air before you run out. And then, as and as hard as that is, dude, exactly, because you don't know how long you're gonna be. In yeah, it. you don't know how long you're gonna be in it. And that's what's scary about it, because once you get like to where you're turning. Oh yeah, and then you don't know up from down, down from up. Yeah. You don't you don't have any sense of direction. Yeah. So more power to you if you enjoy uh, getting in the ocean. You do you. Like people that get out there surfing, like way out. I watch some people surf at Laguna Beach. That is something I've always wanted to do. I though. do too, man. God, I want to surf so bad. Just once. I know I won't hang ten, dude. I'll probably get in that if if I can even stand up on a wave. If it was to ever do that, that crest that, over to where you go inside. Yeah. That's probably my last moments on the surf. Yeah. <laughs> I'm probably about to be swallowed up by the ocean. Yeah. <laughs> well, at least you'll be connected to the surfboard. Maybe that'll save your life. Hope I don't hit no coral reef because yeah. Lord knows you have to be. God, you, you, be you can't. You that. can't really. You can't really surf in the Gulf Coast. You have no. to be. Which does West and East Coast? Do they both have like that? Those coral rock formations that can just bang you up. Uh, the West, not so much. The East, definitely. Yeah, the East is rough, man. See, I'm more of a mountain guy myself. Like, I, if if like. Vacation, I'd rather go to like a Gatlinburg or up the Appalachian Trail or maybe even out to Colorado. I really don't give two craps about the beach. That's That's been me as I've gotten older. I'd rather go to the mountains than go to the beach because the beach is full of kids and people that irritate me. You know, I'm old now. Uh, I want to go do old man stuff. My buddy was by like sending me like Snapchats last time he was in Gatlinburg. He's with his family. Yeah. And he's walking around downtown Gatlinburg, and he's, and he looks in like the windows of some of these businesses, and he's like seeing full blown like pot plants. Yeah. And I was like, dude, that was like a Christian's Las Vegas, and now they done. Yeah, they done pot. I know. I, I was like, I wonder where they're all gonna go now. You know. Yeah. Uh, what is it, Branson? Yeah, that probably Branson, Branson, Missouri. Branson, Missouri. Yeah, that's, that's gonna be your new. Your new mecca. What are you gonna What are you gonna do when the weed takes over there? Hell, it's already. I think it's already. Probably uh, is. I think it's already recreational in Missouri now. Be a pot shop in Branson. <laughs> hey, y'all, come on in to the pot shop at Branson. Yeah. It, eventually, like, I don't know. Like, I'm not offended by it anymore. No, nah, man. Which I, I, I never was anyway. Like, I'm not offended by somebody who wants to do black tar heroin. No, uh, yeah. like I don't think it's a good idea. But I'm not fucking fault you for doing do your thing. No, man. yeah, right. Yeah, do your thing. I got my thing. Do your thing. Yeah. Uh, you know, do I think meth is uh, a good idea? No, you're gonna have awful teeth. But yeah, I mean, if that's what you want to do, awful teeth, bad. You're gonna steal from your friends and family. But I mean, the thing about it, and I, th- I think we're uh, is that was that at your door? I don't know. Check. I don't think it's locked. Just open it. Which wasn't to me. Deep no. Oh. I lost my train of thought. Oh, we're talking about like a... 
I guess that's like the libertarian aspect of it is like you are as, as free to me as whatever you want to do as long as you're not hurting anyone else. Yeah, as long as what someone else is doing isn't bothering or conflicting with anyone else. Oh, I, I remember what I was going to say. Go ahead. Do it. Uh, but, you know, the way we are now with medication, you're taking methamphetamine if you take Adderall or... Vivance or any of that yeah. shit. Yeah, and then, I mean, think about, like, with fentanyl. We have, I mean, you got that, just all that crap coming up from the border, but not only that, like... What are you prescribed if you have to go to the hospital for pain? It's going to be fentanyl. Fentanyl or some, some derivative. Yeah. So, I mean. Some derivative you, you either, of heroin. You either get it legally or illegally, I guess is what I'm saying. Uh, the thing with fentanyl is they know how to control it at the hospital. Yeah. They, they'll give you a proper dose. Joe Blow mixing it in with his cocaine ain't going to know what's going on. That's a fact. And that's how. That's how people die. That's how people get deaded. That, that that is something I probably would say. I probably would like recommend not doing cocaine in times like these, unless you know where it's coming from. That's fair. That's fair. You know, just like everything else with trusted sources, because I mean, it's I was dude, I was looking at just scrolling through Instagram, and they had a, a damn credit card thing that slid out and had little bump lines in it and a little tutor straw, just. An advertisement, like it's... Wow. I, w- I will say this, and obviously I wasn't alive then, but I do think, uh, if you think about times during the Prohibition, like the stories told, versus after, back when alcohol was legal to do again, things were a lot better, because when things were illegal, like we saw it in our lifetime with the drug on wars or war on drugs, however you want to put it, yeah. was, uh, well, who's going to run these illegal drugs? It's going to be gangs... But back then, who was it that ran the during the probation of alcohol? It was mafia. Yeah. So, like, whatever is illegal is always going to be, so it might as well be regulated by what a mafia that we pay to represent us. Yeah, the mafia we pay. Rather than, or, I mean, what mafia would you be more comfortable with at this point? Obviously neither, but. Well, honestly, man, you know, I'm all for shady backhanded deals, so I like the old school mafia myself. <laughs> I don't remember. It may not have been on here. It might have been on Man Up, but uh, I've I don't remember who said it now. But you know, they were talking about hypothetical if crap was to hit the fan, and I, I think they're correct. Like people would begin to splinter off and form their own gangs or mafias, and then begin to try to take control of buildings, properties, drugs, food, yep, everything, water, shelter, and then. Just like in the TV show, The Walking Dead. Yeah. They, they started, like, yep. hostile takeover. That's a great... And then when they ran into each other, you yeah, know, they, you know, e- it, even the the zombies are not a big problem as much as you are. Yeah, you may take my stuff. Are you with me or against me? Yeah. You want to add to our stuff, or are you trying to steal from us? Yeah, so there's that to think That's about. That's what we're going to run into in, in the real-life world, I'm afraid, man. I think it's going to get to that point with food shortages and things like that. I think we're that gonna, is something that has pissed me off in the past two years. Is like not being able to go to like a Dollar General or Kroger and have a specific item in mind, and having to make three different trips before you find it. Yeah, like I, you know, I drink iced coffee every morning. Yeah, I get big jugs. I know, of I know you're a fiend for that coffee, dog. And uh, I have to go. Sometimes I have to go to two or three stores to find what I'm looking for. Like I can get the individual little Starbucks things anywhere. 
Right. You can but to find my station. bulk buy, you know, like I like to get like a gallon or half gallon, I have to just shop around to find it. They're just... It's like that with literally just almost anything. It's not even like... It, it can be like a beverage or a food. Uh, it can be like... Shit, sometimes it was hard for me to find batteries. Batteries are so hard to find. And then when you do find them, they're so expensive because the only kind you can find are like Duracell, Ultramax. And then... It, it, but then it depends on what part of the country you're in because like sometimes you go to a specific part of the state and it's like they have a surplus of things you ain't seen in a while. Yeah, I don't know. I think it has to do with a lot with, you know, in that kind of situation is how hands-on your store managers are. How hands-on your people are doing the ordering for the stores to know what's being bought. It could be that. You know, I I don't know. I don't understand, like, everything that goes on with the supply chain. That might be a big part of it. But maybe it just happens to be... A lot of it in that area, in those dis- distribution centers, maybe they just have the access. Yeah. Because I can't tell you, like, my favorite bag of chips is a hot munchies. Yeah, you like those? Dude, all I can find is, like, the cheese fix. Cheese, that's all you got. I, I haven't seen the hot in, like, six months. I'm talking about gas stations all over this area, and I cannot find my, my jam anymore. That's like, in Memphis, you know, there's so many distribution centers. You never really run out of anything. You know, the stores never really run out of anything up there. And that's what trips me out so much about down here is how much more expensive things are. Like to get, you know, it's more expensive to live and stuff like that in a bigger area, but commodities are less expensive. Yeah. Things that, just random things that you would like to purchase are less But also, expensive. like... In this area, I would say that gas is cheaper, and up there it's going to be way more. I don't know. It's not? No. Gas is cheap. Dude, gas is cheaper in Memphis than it is in Starkville, usually. Starkville's a pretty dang good place to get gas, right? Yeah, now. it's one of the best places in this area to get gas. They stay in cheap. Tuscaloosa be staying cheap, too. Yeah. Well, I'm in a I'm in an embargo against Sprint March right now. I've got a... Are you sick of those cats asking for if you have a rewards card? Man, I'm so sick of the rewards card. That's one reason why I'm done with them. And then the other reason is they had my vehicle towed last week just because I was parking in an empty lot outside of their gas station. You leave it overnight? No. We park. I parked there at 6.30 in the morning. And you don't, was, have, you don't have to tell me, but I'm going to guess State Line. State Line Fuel Center, yes. <laughs> I knew it. Dude, they are anal about those parking spots. And I, like I was telling, I talked to the owner of Dutch Oil because I was like, no, nah, motherfucker, this ain't right. I'm like, there was no semis in that lot at all. I'm like, I can understand if there was one semi yeah. in the lot, but I wasn't. Bothering anybody? <laughs> it's the sign. It's the sign. I'm like the sign's stupid, and I'm never using your gas stations again. Suck on that, Jack. Now I don't think you realize how many people I know. I'm gonna tell them not to use your gas stations too. Just look at that. He's putting it out here on the air. Ah, I didn't mean to. Do hey, that. uh. <laughs> 
I thought this was funny, so I'll share it. Uh, don't get down if you you find yourself being a content creator on TikTok or maybe you just make silly pictures. Uh, we get spam emails to where they want us to buy followers, and like I don't know what good that would do unless I was wanting to flex on my friends for like, things got- that are not real. But the joke I was going to make is let's just say you only have 42 people that are into what you're doing. Yeah. If you don't think that's a lot of people, ask your significant other their body count. And if it's that much, I bet you'll get upset. (laughs) (laughs) For real. And one thing about it is you got these followers, man. Let's say you pay them... Dude, all mine is organic, dude. $150, and they give you... 10,000 followers. Are they going to interact with your page? No, they're not. Are they going to increase your algorithm by interacting with your no, page? No, they're, they're not. They're just going to increase your number. It's it's and at that point it's just a flex to where like if someone you went to high school with pulls your account up and be like, holy crap, he's got he's people. got ten million followers. And it don't it don't mean it doesn't mean anything at all, you know? Because if you're trying to make like something like Instagram or something, I mean. Hell, even TikTok, if it's like you have to have so many views to start getting monetized, or even YouTube, if you're paying for subscribers. Yeah. I always think it's funny, like, you pull up a YouTube account that necessarily doesn't make good content, and they got, like, you know, just take, like, CNN, and they've got, like, 3 million subscribers. But when you look at the view count on the video, it's, like, 45,000. Yeah. It's, like, you're only engaging, like, 0.5% of... Who is, like, getting notified with everything that you do? Oh, you're fucking bullshit. Yeah. And then you like, dude, I've got 98 subscribers on YouTube, and, like, most of my videos, like, granted, not so much with the podcast. Don't nobody watch those, but, like, with my music or other things? Yeah. Triple, quadruple, like, organic. Yeah. They'll come. Yeah. And that's what I understand. It's better to have followers that interact than followers that, are that if you want to get in the stagnant. algorithm yeah if you want to get in the algorithm you know it's best like you have people you know liking and sharing your stuff goes a long way but if you really want to get in that algorithm it's people sharing or no they're commenting yeah commenting because then i think i think like when you comment on something that that opens up the people that follows you to that you can you kind of see it too you know yeah. And then you, you got, there's more reach on it, so to speak. Because if they share it, then maybe they're friends with people that aren't friends with your page, and they see it, and yeah. Maybe they get a little fired up by it. Then they're like, oh, maybe oh they this like is it. pretty cool. Yeah. All right, look at this idiot. Yeah. And this is going to be the best time of year for us. I mean, we're in preparation for the festival. We're going to be talking about that, sharing yeah. that. Porch Fest, April 14th, 15th. Munson and Brothers, downtown Columbus, Mississippi. I want you to come. It's free. We do need uh, we do need sponsors. So if you're a small business owner, or maybe you're a realtor, I know you realtor superstars like sponsoring things like this. We'll throw you up on the flyer and on the banner and uh, uh, help us make I'll this. I'll give uh, you a free lap dance. Wow! And John's going to be playing a kazoo as well. Kazoo and lap dances for the sponsors. Let's go. But uh, that is when. Uh, things pick up for us because like we're getting engaged with the community and maybe people yeah 
for whatever reason, haven't heard about us yet. And they'll be like, oh, I, I kind of like what these guys do. I don't know, man. So the, down, the downtown I, community knows Porch Talk. Yes, they do. They know Porch Talk. <laughs> yeah, they're either with it or against it, baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I haven't heard a whole lot of negative feedback out in the wild. I haven't either, which I, you know, the, I probably wouldn't be the guy they would tell. Yeah. <laughs> but, man, that show fucking sucks, dude. Thanks, oh, yeah, it's my show. Wow. I want to, I want to, I want to, well, I'm going to have to change the logo because it's my face. Yeah. Yeah, just make it some random face. <laughs> Slowly morph it into a skull. Yeah, just make it a skull. Or have it like a ginger skull. That'd be cool. Oh, yeah. that were Long hair ginger skull. Maybe that's the new flyer. I've, I've got a couple, I uh, had a couple of artists reach out to me about making the one this year. So I'm excited about that. They got a little competition about them. Yeah. So uh, there's that. Uh, other than that, I just want you to come have a good time. We're going to start uh, Friday at 5 o'clock, 6 o'clock to 10, and then Saturday we'll kick off at noon, and we'll run till 10 p.m. Hell yeah. And uh, we'll have time for comedy. If you are an artist, bring your wares, set up a tent, sell them. Or if you want to come paint the acts as they do their thing, do it. Uh, we'll have food trucks, and you'll also be able to get a pizza from Monster and Brothers on top of getting the beer. Yeah, be beers. Or a Coke, whatever you're into. Yeah, liquid we death. Are, we are family friendly. Yeah, liquid deaths. They got ahas. Or I have ahas. They should get ahas. But, uh, dude, anything else to do? Uh, anything you want to... Uh, we were talking about follower and follower accounts and all that and how it don't matter. I don't have anything else to do. No, I think I'm good, man. I think we pretty much touched all the bases. Imagine that. Who man, we're getting, we're getting so good at this. Yeah. <laughs> it's almost like we've done it for a while. All right. All right. Uh, peace out, boys and girls. Uh, Later, Love guys. y'all. Share it. Uh, that, that was the greatest thing about the show this past year was uh, y'all sharing it. So keep on keeping on. We're out of here. Later.
say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.